Welcome to the podcast of Pastor Lendra Sow. Pastor Lendra Sow is the pastor of a young and vibrant church in Cape Town, Faith Life Family Church. This podcast is tasked with duty to provide you with the very best teachings of Pastor Lendra Sow. Soak in and enjoy. Everyone just quiet and down, please. Quiet and down. Quiet 
is moving in that way. Amen. Amen. For example, falling under the power. Okay, when people are in church and they fall under power, sometimes they will say that the person is pushing people over. You know, they have a Listen, I know you didn't come to Sunday for this, but I didn't come to preach this as well, but I think it's the time to explain it, okay? Yes. Now, look at this. There was eight examples of falling in the Bible. Number one, 2 Corinthians 5 verse 13. The people were worshipping when the tabernacle, the temple was dedicated. And then the Bible says, and the glory of God came down, and the priest could not stand to minister anymore. So sometimes when the Holy Spirit comes over you, you cannot stand anymore, okay? Why? Because he comes in power. Then in John 18 verse 3, when Jesus, when they came to arrest Jesus, Jesus said, I am he, and everyone fell down. Okay? Then Paul, he also, when he, he saw the Holy Spirit, he also fell off his donkey. Why? He fell under the power. Okay? Then, um, Eli fell down as well. When they said the ark was taken, he also fell down. So, what am I saying? Many people fall down. Especially when the power of God comes, the power of God overwhelms them, and then they will fall under the power. More, more things that can happen when the Holy Spirit comes on you. You can start to cry as well. You just start weeping and weeping and weeping and weeping. Okay? My sister last time, um, Dr. Rocky Howard Brown, he was one of the person like the Holy Spirit would move through him through um, all these things. And you can never choose what. The Bible says the, the manifestation of as given by the Holy Spirit, meaning He's the one who chooses to give it. Okay? Some people can be there, they can't, you can't choose not to cry. Who was there you were worshipping? You <laughs> The same way, if if somebody's preaching well and you leave here, how many have lectured and you felt very happy? How many have lectured and you felt very angry? It's possible because the Holy Spirit he can work your insights. He can convict you. He can tell you no, what you are doing is wrong. It's, it's part of what the Holy you cannot choose. You see what He's given you. If the Holy Spirit now wants to shake you and roll you and throw you, you must be humble <laughs> because um, you can find it. Yes. But I mean, then you find your own blessing in a way. But also, if you are not feeling uh, falling and rolling, then don't fall and roll. You understand? Even if someone prays for you, wherever. You can see when I pray for people, some people are standing, some people fall down, whatever. It's not as I will even. Even I don't feel anything when I pray for the people. I just find that sometimes the Holy Spirit will touch the person and the person will be blessed. And most times people will change either way. So you change, if you fall, you change, if you stand. Either way, it's all about receiving how God gives to you. Okay? Are you understanding what I'm saying? Okay? Because we must learn to, to understand when things are, this is God and this is the devil. We can't say everything is the devil. Especially when there's example in the Bible. Okay? Then, um, <laughs> on Sunday evening, there was someone in church, the person couldn't speak for almost an hour after church. And it's in the Bible. As in, in, as in the book of John, John chapter 2, where the priest couldn't speak for nine months. For nine months, the man could not talk. That's the Holy Ghost. They said, now you are quiet. Mm. Some of you, I pray that the Holy Spirit will take your mouth. 
the Holy Spirit can also make some people glad for a while. And, and you know why? Because after that man was made blind, or when he came back, he was serving God because he needed the blindness to be convinced that God is real. He needed it to be convinced. So sometimes we don't know what God is doing in that person. You see, they maybe need, maybe the person hasn't cried in years. Or maybe someone has not laughed in years. Yes. Even the Bible says, and there's a scripture that says, the one who sits in heaven sits and laughs. Even God sometimes laughs. In the Bible says, in His presence there is fullness of joy. Meaning, so joy is you can be smiling and you are still feeling joy because now you could be here and you're asking, "I never laugh. When will I laugh?" You see, it's just about receiving. It's not about doing anything. You know, it's not about talking. Randomly laughing. It's not. I can feel happy with him. I can feel. You know, so it's. it's it's about understanding things. So don't feel present. Don't feel angry. Don't let, let God take His service sometimes. You see, sometimes we need God to take His service in a certain way. Alright. Then what is there more? Sometimes people sick as well. They can just be shaken. Sometimes people are screaming. But now, we, the Holy Spirit is moving heavily in the church. So we, we can have more things, but you must learn that there are times when you, you feel like screaming, but you super scream then. And there are times where everyone is screaming, and now you must scream. There are times when certain things will, will, will happen, and you must learn when to, to do certain things. How? You see, but there will be times when the Holy Ghost will come on you. And then you can feel heat and burning, and all of this is part of, as, as all part of God showing you that He is real. Some people feel heat. Some people feel extreme cold. Some, you see, there's a, there's a man called here who's the boss. His name is the Holy Spirit. And he moves in different ways. And we must be open to be willing to receive from him in different ways and in different forms. And especially when we worship, you will feel the praise of God will come immediately. And then sometimes it just goes on. So I don't want us, so everyone of us, you have it now, okay? So it's given your fra, but then I'll be a little king. And what you explain all of this to them, you tell them sit down, let me teach you. Okay? Because I'm sure you got the year, yeah, but I came with the school. And it's fine, we are happy. We are not gonna quench the spirit, okay? We are not gonna um quench the spirit. We're not gonna um how can I say limit God. If God wants us to be worshipping him all day, then we do it. You see, we must be led by the spirit. That's the way you kill a church. That's the way things don't change. Okay? Last, last time, we went to a conference where um, Pastor Rodney Abraham was preaching. My sister was there. Okay? And uh, all of our children were all hit by the power of God. You know, they were, they were weeping, they were crying. Many of us, you don't know the children who are lying on the floor. Most of us, even especially the service. Because most of you, you don't do much in church. Okay? Wow. Okay, sister, don't move while I'm speaking, please. Unless it's uh, okay, Don't move when I'm preaching, okay? Right. Now, many of these children, after they were touching that revival, they won souls. They will send me how, how many souls they won every day. I mean, most of us, we, you don't do that. You see? So they were really touched by God. And they all changed in a magnificent way. 
the even sometimes in the end, there's always lying and you, if you have to know where she comes, comes from. How a mother was on drugs. He, he testified this last week, so I can explain it to you. How God changed their life through being dust in church. And lying and crying. And you know, you might be laughing at them, but you don't know. Well, I'm not saying you are. But just get to the next one. Why must I apologize to you people? All, all the time I say sorry. Okay, you can hear me say sorry. Say sorry. I apologize all day. It's not right. Every sentence I must say sorry. What type of church is this? Anyhow, people change. You know, people really change. And that's what God is here for. And but he, he chooses how to do it. He chooses how to do it. We can't say, yeah, no, 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 God must change you. But he must change you while you are sitting there. No, sometimes he wants to, you see, Jesus healed people differently. He would open up people's eyes by just saying, um, receive your sight. Some people he would lay his hands, some people would spit in their face. You know Jesus spat in people's face. Yes. He did it all differently. You see. Anyhow, my sister, she um she she my my younger I got, I got three sisters, so my, my baby sister Lynn was laughing. She was touched by the power. She was laughing and crying and everything. So much so that we had to carry her. Then, when we carried her to the car, or to the bucket, then my bigger sister started to laugh at her. This man is. But she just thought she was laughing, not knowing that the Holy Spirit was touching her. But my bigger sister, she was in heavy depression. She was in heavy because she had a job, a manager job, she lost her job. She was in heavy financial trouble. Everything. So a lot of things was going in our life. We didn't know about them. So as he started laughing, laughing, the Holy Spirit started to talk. You see, because many times when people are lying on the floor, God is speaking to them. God is speaking to them in their hearts, or He's telling them things. And as he was laughing, she, she just started, my dear sister started laughing, giggling. <laughs> the next moment she's laughing, she's crying, she's laughing, she's crying, laughing, crying, laughing. So much so that she came with the car, she couldn't drive home. So I had to drive her home. She ended up laughing and crying until 3 o'clock at night. Yes. Not even a week or two later, she got a new job. She's still in that job. Everything changed in her life. Because you don't know what God is doing. You see, so if all these people God is thinking like this, that God is really doing something in their lives. You see. But while you are sitting here, you, you don't be here and say, I also want to do that. I see Stanley is crying. I also want to cry. No, rather be open to God and say, God, touch me. Father, do something in my life. If you have been going the same, do something. Whatever it must be done. You see, because one of the things is the spirit of respectability as well. Sometimes you feel too, I know I'm too, I don't want to be embarrassed. However, it's not about God embarrassing you. It's about you just receiving and you opening and leaving the stuffness. Amen. 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 Do we all understand now? Are we all relaxed now? Okay. So I'm finding the arm to That's why I'm looking like this the whole time. So I can see who's not saying amen. I pray that God will seek you today. He will make you cry until your snow drops. <laughs> we make you roll. <laughs>
That's why when you buy clothes from now, buy clothes that you can fall in. That you can roll in. Hope you can bother my kissing like that. And people will see nothing. We don't want to see things here in church. We're in church, please. Don't violate us, please. We don't want to see something. Amen. Wow. Okay. We want the church where God is welcome. And where God can move. But in that, we must know that we are people. So there must be times when we are in the place also. Then we must bring you back. Press and leave like a man. Wow. In all kind of real church, man. Where you can speak real things. And not, I don't, I don't want to say what you want to hear the whole time. I must speak my truth, my, my, my own thing. Out of my spirit as well. You know, I heard there's a man called Smith Wingersworth. And I, I love this. People do this one day also. I'm going to explain to you. When people would preach in the church, in his conference, sometimes when they get too high up and too, and you could see that they went from the spirit into the flesh now. Yes, because there's a way where you can preach also. You see, there's a way where you can bring across a message. And then instead of Preaching by the Spirit, you are now trying to accept the people. Yes. You see, in Easter, you can't say, give your neighbor a high five and say, neighbor. Things are, you see, you, you, would, you would just stand up. <laughs> stand up. And you say, brother, you need to sit down for a while. Calm down till you get in the Spirit again. Yes. You would do it. And we say, and we start to come and say, says, brother, so and so has gone over to the flesh. We will give him a chance to collect himself again. Yes, but they were so humble that the preachers would sit down. I mean, these are international speakers, they would sit down. And then when he says, he's ready, they, can, they come back. And then they take off with their message. Humility. Amen. Find out somebody here at your visit. And we say, Amen. Wow. Tell them never stay in this spirit. Tell them this spirit, stay in this spirit. Amen. Wow. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Okay. Now I feel I must, should I preach to you? <laughs> Amen. So I'm going to teach you about the four laws of miracles and manifestations. The four laws of miracles and manifestations of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. As a child of God, you must always expect good things to come. One of the main laws of anything happening right in your life is that you must expect it. God does not move without people expecting Him to move. Okay? What you must understand is that God is Yes, goodness, yes, but he's a God of laws and rules. Okay. Um, it's interesting to note that when Jesus was walking on the water, you did hear it because he walking on the water. And there was a storm, at that same time there was actually a storm on the sea. But his disciples were in the boat, they were almost drowning. But then the Bible says that he was about to pass them by. Okay. Meaning, all of us would expect Jesus to have turned and said, hey, you are dying, you are dying, let me pick you up. <laughs> but yet instead of picking them up, he's rather passing them by. 
Why? Because there is a law that says in the book of Acts that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So it was only when they turned to Jesus and said, Jesus, they shouted and then first he turned. You see, so there is a law that you must call out. So there is a law where you can't just you can't just be there crying and feeling depressed yourself and expect to be lifted. Then there is a law that you must call out. Okay. So one of the laws of 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 having God do something for you is that you must be a person of hope and expectation and expecting something good to happen. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Wow. So you must always be someone who has, uh, maybe, maybe you are not a, a, a bubbly personality. Maybe you are not a talkative personality. But irrespective of that, you must have a heart that is positive. You, you must have a heart that is merry, that is joyful. The Bible says a joyful heart does well like medicine. So your heart must be, and it is possible for something to be bad in your life, but you still have a good heart. You see, it is possible for you to to have a, a something bad happen, but you still know how to approach the throne of God in a certain way. Okay, when 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 I pray now, I know that God is a king, and it is written into His gates with thanksgiving, and into and enter into His courts with praise. So it means that. You don't always go and just in prayer, you start shouting, Lord, did you see what happened? No. You start off by first doing your whole thing and then you tell him, hey, did you see? Why? Because he's a king as well. And you can't just enter a king's office like that. Even though how important your thing is. I mean, when you go to the doctor, how do you go? You don't just go in there. That's not your mother's house. She said, I'm a doctor. My even if the dentist, even though your tooth is hurting, what do you do? You sit there. You wait. Why? Because there's a way you must operate for you to receive something. So many times when it comes to having something from God, having a miracle, having uh, something manifest from God, we, we change the rules. And we try to do something. You cannot get anything from God with crying the whole time. And with being depressed the whole time. There is a way that you must approach God in a certain way with expectation. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. With expectation. We don't like him to work on our end. Travel to come and smell that cloud because they think they can now get home. Huh? They think they'll turn that away. And then some of you children, you know how to ask mommy. You know, set the smell. You wash the the thing in there. You mop the floor. Only when mommy can see, you say, I mop the floor. And then you get come right. You must have that type of attitude when you come towards God also. You can't come with the attitude of, I'm not sure God is going to help me. I'm not sure God is going to, even though, never matter how your situation looks, you must always have a hope in your heart. Amen. Amen. I said you must always have hope in your heart. That, that things are going to be better. And things are gonna work out. Yes. yes, never mind where you are stuck in. Yes. That's one of the laws that you must have is the law of expectation and hope. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes. Wow. wow. I just feel it bubbling in me. You don't know put that on the scene that's a Or if you see the, the pop bubbling like that, 
I know we can live about this million more puppy. I say when it bubbles like this. And the bubbles come out like this. Oh, and you look at the kettle and you can see something and happening in there. Yes, the thing is boiling. So I mean the same thing when you come to God, you must also have that type of attitude in your heart. Yes. That, that, that something like never mind how bad your thing looks. Because that is one of the laws to receiving something. is the law of expecting, knowing, believing, seeing. Hallelujah. Amen. The woman with the issue of blood, what happened when she was coming to Jesus? Huh? She said within herself. What does that mean? She said, even if I'm a pastor, she wasn't doubting. She just knew if I do this, he will do that. It was she was bubbling with faith, with expectation. Yes, that if I but touch, you know that story. The Bible says this, this woman went to be, she went to the doctors. Number one, they could do nothing. She spent all she had. Number two, she had no money. Huh? She went to the doctors. The doctors said, "We can't do anything for you." She spent all the money. She had no money. Then. The Bible says she grew worse. Meaning every day she was getting worse. She wasn't getting better. She can't, can't anything be that bad. You are at your lowest. You are at your worst. You, people cannot help you. Nothing can help you. Huh? But she said in herself. You see? So that tells me you see, sometimes before things get better, they get worse. Huh? Sometimes before your breakthrough comes. The problem is even double. I mean, before your deliverance come, maybe the fire is seven times hotter. And the people who are supposed to throw it, even they die before they get in. But God will save you from that. You must have the public in you. Hallelujah. Amen. As a quarter, I say that poorly burned and my. Meaning, I'm not seeing my healing, but 
and my hero is about to come. And you're not hearing me. You're not hearing me. I don't see the breakthrough yet. But the public tells me I'm almost on the way. Hallelujah. I'm almost to give your neighbor a high five. But then I'll have to sit down.
living well? I mean, you can bubble while you clean. And the old king is going to say, I know my Lord will make a way for me. And he's the other man of me. Working wherever. I mean, all of us are expecting God to do something this month. Is that not true? But are you bubbling about it? It's the question. Amen. Never mind what, where you are at. Believe God that He can bring you out of situations. And He can open doors for you. And He can do amazing things. And not that just that He can, but He will. But it, it's all. Determine on your hope that you have in your heart. Amen. Amen. Wow. wow. Okay. Let me get back to my teaching for two minutes. Amen. Wow. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Bless his name. Amen. Now, okay. Law number two is the law of divine selection. Okay. Divine selection means that God chooses who He wants to do certain things to. Okay? When we are in church, even, um, sometimes, it's such a big thing, but I will explain it. Certain things will happen to certain people. Right? If I'm here, and, or someone is in the church, and there's 106 people, sometimes God will heal certain people. You see? Sometimes God will choose to do certain things to certain people. You know? It's called the law of divine selection. That's one of the laws that you must understand. Okay? Because sometimes God will just choose someone to do something to that person. Okay? There's an example. Um, in the Bible, when Jesus, in the book of John 5, Jesus goes to the pool of uh, Bethesda. Okay? Meaning the house of mercy. Bethesda means house of mercy. There's so many sick people, he goes to one man. Yeah. He heals that one man. That man goes home. And instead of healing all the people, he walks back out. Okay. Now, what did he do? He divinely selected that guy. He didn't heal the other people. He just, and he walked away. What did that guy do to deserve that healing? We don't know. Because he didn't ask for it. He didn't pray for it. But still God did it. But you can learn out of the, the law of divine selection. You can learn a few things. What you can learn is number one, most of the time, in fact, all of the time, you will not deserve what God will do for you. Yes. It is, it is by His mercy that He does something. Even the fact that you are saved today, it's by His mercy. Even the fact that you are here today, it's the month of August. I mean, if you open up your Facebook, you see rest in peace the whole time. The reason why you are here today is by the law of divine selection. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The law of divine selection. Because many times we feel that God must will only do. That's why I didn't finish that song. That I know the Lord will make a way. Then what does it say? If I lead a holy life, do the wrong, the right and shun the do the right and shun the wrong. Because it's not always like that. Sometimes God does something for the person who starts smoking there. And the blessing comes. Sometimes the, and the people who are drinking across the road, when the blessing comes there, 
neighbor, you feel? You are only attend them. They are carrying in a big fridge and, and, and satin. And you are here praying and you are not blessed. The second one. Why? It's divine selection. <laughs> because you could feel they don't deserve it, you deserve it. But God doesn't move according to them. He divinely selects people. And He gives them certain things. Now, on the other hand, if you are not selected, if you maybe feel God healed that person, I'm not healed. That's not something to, to get depressed about. Because if you are not called, you can go also. You can say, hey, I haven't been healed. I'm coming for my healing. You can do it that way. You can say, oh, you must know that maybe it's not your time now. It's because the, the fourth law I was supposed to teach today is the law of timing. That sometimes God did not do it right now. But it does not mean that He will not do it. Amen. Wow. And sometimes you cannot have it now. Because maybe you are not ready. Maybe you have a friend who's not supposed to be blessed also. Maybe something is because God was in timing. Yes. But you must learn to receive things before you receive them. Do you hear that? It was recently in Canada, in this meeting, there was a woman. And when I say this, and if you are sick right now, you must receive this now. This woman, she was there in the church, and he, he spoke. She had a, a goiter, a cancer in her throat. And when the, the prophet said, he said, he started to teach, by his stripes you are healed. If you are healed, it means you were healed. It means you are healed right now. He, uh, he was, we were healed by his stripes. Okay? So he, he started to say that, and then a woman, she was in the, in the, in the service, and she saw in the book of Isaiah, if I'm healed, if I was healed, it means I'm healed right now. She read that scripture and she said, Oh God, I thank you I received my healing. I'm so glad I'm healed. She started to so but the boy was still sitting here. And she walked out saying, I'm healed. <laughs> People of faith. She walked out bragging. Did you know I was down at the meeting and God healed me? Oh, God touched me. She just started to brag. You know, I'm completely, totally, and everyone was looking at her like, can you not see that big thing under me? Two years later, she just said, God, people are looking at me funny. They don't believe I'm here. The next day, going to God. Why? Because she received it before the time. Because you receive things by faith. Amen. Wow. You receive things by faith. You must have it by faith. Jesus said, when you pray, believe. You receive. And you will have. Wow. Amen. 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 I'm so happy because I can see what God is even going to do in your life. In our lives. Amen. Wow. Amen. That's what you must learn to do. The songs we are singing is not for nothing. You must learn to pitch yourself. If you don't say He lifted me up from the deep body. 
and he planted my feet on King's Highway. This is the reason I sing and I shout. Lord Jesus came down and he lifted me up. Yes, he lifted me up from the deep mountain. And he planted my feet on King's Highway. And this is the reason I sing and I shout. Lord Jesus came down and he lifted me up. That's a good song to sing. Because you are saying, I was down and he lifted me up. Even if you are singing it by faith, you must sing it and then you imagine that problem. I am down in this area, but God will lift me up. I'm struggling in this area, but God will lift me up. You know, I, maybe you don't have the money you need now. Maybe why am I saying money? Because many people have financial problems. Maybe you don't have the money, but you will lift you up here. Maybe you are still sick, but he will lift you up from sickness. The sickness will easily lift you up, but he will lift you out. He will take you out. This is what you need to believe. He will be to you according to your faith. And just will live by faith. What is faith? It's the thing that you are not seeing yet. It is the boiling that will happen before the thing happens. He is lifting you out. He is lifting you out. Out of trouble, he is lifting you out. Out of struggle, he is lifting you out. Hey! Out of unemployment, he is lifting you out. Out of trouble in your home, he is lifting you out. Out of sickness, he is lifting you up. Out of depression, God is lifting you up. God bless you for listening to this message. Follow us on Facebook at Faith Life Family Church. 
to find out more information about our service times and up-and-coming events. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast channel to receive regular messages by Pastor Lane Rizal. 